Welcome back and thanks Jess for the news and uh, you are here with Faith FM. Listen to 87.6, 87.8 or 88 FM. You're here with Mon and Lawson. We are taking care of the breakfast show mm-hmm. until Lyle Get gets back. You know it. And uh, it, hey, how's that quiz going, Lawson? Well, we haven't had any callers so far, but mm-hmm. I'm sure as we get through the clues, people are going to pick up on mm-hmm, who this mm-hmm. is. This is uh, just, just a sort of an extra clue. This book changed my life. It is a life-changing book. So so if, if you heard my story and you might know what this book is, mm-hmm. then it changed my life. But anyways, check this out. <clears throat> Again, this is a what book am I quiz. So we've already narrowed it down. One in yeah. 66. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've given this quote. The astrologers assured the king there is not a man on earth who can do what the king asks. But the next clue is, quote, and I hope I say this right, but it's uh, mean, mean, tackle a parson. Oh, many, many tekel afasin. Yeah, that, uh-huh, that, that's uh-huh. it. That's it. So, many, many tekel afasin. Just go with that. That's yep, fine, yeah. sweet. And, uh, yeah, so if you know where that nah. quote is found, um, which you should. Like, Do you know what it means? Oh, it means, like, your destruction is coming. Yeah, you've been waiting yeah. the balance you <clears throat> found wanting and yeah. you're going to die. Yeah, basically. It, that was written on a wall. Yeah, that was written, that was written on a wall by... Uh, Finger. A finger. And that's what they're saying, the writing on the wall. That's, the that's where it wall. comes that's from. That's where it comes from. Literally, that is, and that was what was written on the wall. Yep. So, if you have an answer for our clue, you can call us up on 1-800-324-843 or give us a text at 0491-064-669. But, Monica, yes. we are now in our Encounter with God section. Yes, this is fast becoming my favourite section. My, usually my favourite section is the, is the section where we give away stuff for free, but I am I really missed our Encounter with God section mm-hmm. when I was travelling, I must say. And it was sad because I wasn't really able to listen to the show. I mean, TuneIn app worked perfectly in uh, in um, Europe, mm-hmm. but the fact, <laughs> the fact was the show often aired in the middle of the night yeah. <laughs> when I was crashed out from having uh, adventures. And so I didn't actually get to listen. So I, I really missed the Encounter with God section. I'm bummed mm. because I missed the last portion of our previous Bible study, the Book of Acts. Yeah, the Book of Acts. Yeah, which is really great, which is now finished. And as of today, we are starting our next study guide. Uh, and we just want to tell, a bit, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about this, right, Lawson? Mm-hmm. Um, this is our 20 million movement. And yeah. the reason we call it the 20 million movement is because 20 million other believers around the globe all have access to the same study guide. And so every day uh, we all get together. Well, not, I mean, not 20 of us, 2 million of us all get together in one, in one spot. place. <laughs> not, not geographically. That'll be amazing. But yeah, but we uh, we all study from the same study guide. And uh, and you can too, and you can be part of the 20 million people around the globe who, who are doing it as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very easy to get hold of. So you can actually just jump online and get a free like PDF copy that you can like download and just follow along online or you can print it out. Or you can actually get a physical copy. And it comes bound as a little sort of A5 booklet. And, uh, and some people call it the, um, the study booklet. And, uh, and you can get that from uh, Better Books and Food or what used to be called the ABC shop. has mm-hmm. now been rebranded as Better Books and Food. Um, you can buy it online from Better Books and Food. Um, or do you know what? If you walk into your local Seventh-day Adventist church, 
Someone will have one there for you. Yeah. And they're, or, they're super cheap as well, like $3 or something. Or you can do what I do, which is I have the Sabbath School app. Yes. And I yeah. have the Sabbath School for absolutely free. Yeah, and it literally <laughs> comes as an app as well. So download that app and you can have it on your phone. And that's great for millennials like you, but I'm not exactly a millennial. I'm a zenial, so I'm sort of in between. Okay. A zenial. Yeah, it's called a zenial. So, so you're not a – but you're a Gen Y. No, well, Xennials are sort of in between that and, and a Gen Y. So, a Xennial is someone who has had a, uh analog primary school experience and a mm-hmm. digital high school experience, which is me. I'm getting confused with these classifications because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not – you know, I'm not even a millennial. How? No, you are definitely a millennial. No, 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 no. I was – in 2010, mm-hmm. I was 12. Okay. Because I was born in 98. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm, like, post-millennial. Okay. Basically, apparently, millennia, uh, millennial is actually a, a more of a broad term. Like I'm also under the millennial umbrella, yeah. And it's basically anyone who uses digital can sort of be called a millennial these okay. days. But yeah, but all everyone. So is Lyle a millennial? Because he uses digital. I, I would. He definitely has a touch of the millennial about him. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's not, it's not necessarily like a Gen X, Gen Y, baby boomer type yeah, thing, so but it's mil- more of a like, do you, you indulge you in the it, digital? How you use it, yes. Yeah. I think millennial is the first term where it's not confined by a time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more con- uh, con- um, confined as to how you use, how you live. So, yeah. But anyway, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a zenial. <laughs> And as a Xenial, I prefer to have printed matter rather than um, an app to do my study with. Awesome. Well, continuing on with our <laughs> encounter with God, that was a, yeah, that was a decent conversation. But it's because we're studying a new, a, new, a new lesson study guide. So if you would like to get a copy of the new one, as, we could, as you just heard, there are multiple ways to get hold of one. You can get mm. a physical copy from um, your local Better Books and Food or you can buy it online from their website or you can walk into your local church and get one there. Or you can uh, download it for free off mm-hmm. the internet or you can get the app and just have it ever present on your phone. This season, uh, this quarter, because they, they come out, there's four a year. Yeah. So every three months, there's a new one. And they're very easy to use. So it's a, it's like a, it's like a page day kind of a setup. Mm-hmm. So every day there's a, a, a new page. And it's not very long. Don't think, oh, no, I have to do a Bible study every day. It's like a couple of paragraphs, yeah. some verses. Pretty chill. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not so intense that you think it's going to take over your life. Like this is made, it's designed to, to slot, slot into your life, slip into your life, and, uh, and just be a wonderful way that you can stay connected to God. And so this new one, I'm very excited about it, um, is called Oneness in Christ. Christ because each study guide has a different topic yeah. that they cover for three months. And so the last three months we did the book of Acts. Before mm. that we did um, the end times revelation, I think it was. And so this one is called Oneness in Christ. Mm. And it's about um, our unity in Christ, about the church family, um, about you know the fact that we're God's family on earth, serving, studying, worshiping together, and how you know how we need to look to Jesus as our leader and our mm. redeemer. Um, we're going to cover how the church is called to take the good news of salvation to all people. It's going to be a fabulous three months. We're really going to enjoy studying Oneness in Christ, um, our new lesson pamphlet. Yeah, it's it's a little bit like different to what we've been looking at in the it book is. of Acts because Acts was a very experiential. Mm-hmm. It was written from from the perspective of of you know it was written by Luke um, uh-huh. from the perspective of the I guess the growing of the early church and oh man it's just epic when we finished off the book of Acts and, and, so and it's just it's just all about like God has 
given these regular people, you know, uh-huh. Paul and Peter and people just like you and me, this this mission to go forth and spread the gospel and to finish that off. Um, like it was just, oh, man, it was, it was a banger. It really was. It, was, it, it really was, was. so good. But now, you know, we're getting more into, you know, not necessarily looking at one book and an experience, but more of a concept. That's right. Yeah, we're looking yeah. at, you know, we're, we're, well, we're actually going to be starting today in the book of Genesis. Yeah, we're looking at creation in the fall. Yeah, creation in the fall and, and, and going through, like, the, the experience of, of the redemption in Christ and mm-hmm. and how, um yeah, how basically... And that's what, but that's what keeps the study guide interesting. Like some months, it's you know it covers a book, some and sometimes it covers a concept like grace and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's always fresh, always exciting. So yeah, so let's jump into it. So we are now doing creation and the fall, and uh, let me flick over to our page. And of course, every study guide comes with a, a memory verse, a memory text, mm-hmm. uh, which guides you to you know a particular a verse or verses in the Bible that you can read along and you can try and memorize it if you like. It's always a good idea to memorize the Bible. Um, but yeah, let's get this, let's get this rolling. Sure. Um, well, I think the best place to start when we look at creation uh-huh. is Genesis one. And verse one, Genesis uh-huh. chapter one and, and verse one. To me, this is actually probably the most theologically dense verse in the entire Bible. Like it's very short, but like the implications of Genesis chapter one and verse one, like it's, it's deep, man. It's talking about a lot of very key to I- ideas, not only to religion, but to the very nature of existence itself, mm-hmm. um, to the world that we live in, to, to science, to all these things. Um, and yeah, I'm going to be getting in and, and looking at that, but I'll just read it here. The Bible says in Genesis 1 verse 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Like on the surface, it seems like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But man, this is this is deep. This is like, oh, there's so much in this verse to unpack and we'll get back to it right after this. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, so in the beginning, that's the first place to really start. This this is so interesting, mm. like in in the beginning. And for um, those of you who aren't aware, Genesis is the first book of the Bible, yeah. which is why we often use Genesis as a phrase to indicate a beginning, because mm. it's you know the first book of the Bible and it, and it means beginning, doesn't it? There's yeah. Defined. Yeah. 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 Oh man, the amount of like Christian albums and yeah. the first track in the <laughs> album, which is like an opening track, will be called Genesis. Genesis yeah. It's like classic. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> so Genesis 1-1 and the opening words are in the beginning. In so, the beginning. Yeah. Um, this is so important to us because... It's stating something here that that you know when it comes to our earth, when it comes to our our universe, um, there was a beginning, there was a start. This is a little bit contra- uh What's the word here? Um, controversial? No, not controversial, but it's a bit different um, from the you know the sort of regular view of you could say contrary. Uh, Contrary, a little bit contrary. That's that's the word I was looking for. I got to, you. To, yeah, to the to the regular view, I guess of you can look at because we're talking about creation here, uh, which is probably one of the most you will bring it back controversial, mm-hmm. um, disputed uh, concepts in the Bible that there was a God that created and that there was a beginning um, because in the sort of regular evolutionist view, um, the universe was 
sort of just matter floating around. And then there was a, a colliding of matter, uh, you know, a colliding of atoms, which created the Big Bang, um, mm-hmm. which then, you know, this Big Bang exploded um, and it was this massive expansion. And in that expansion, uh, there was, you know, all planets and the universe being made and it's it's crazy and all these all these things. But basically, like, the the sort of core belief is that before that point, the universe just sort of existed. Like it was just sort of, we're just, we're just existing. We're just floating around and, and everything's sort of existing and, and going on. And then there was a big bang. What this is actually saying here is, is a little bit contrary to that. Is that no, like there wasn't just existence. There it was an accidental at all. There was a beginning. There yeah. was like a start, like there was, you know, there was nothing. And then there was something. Yeah, um, which and is there was purpose to it. There was it was a, it wasn't some sort of accidental, you know, didn't plan this kind of a thing. This was, it was planned. There was a purpose. You know, it had a reason. Well, that that's actually the importance of the next word in this verse, which is in the beginning, God. Mm. In the beginning, God. So it it outlines a, a really crazy concept here that there was there was a beginning to the universe, but in the beginning of this universe, a God was already there. This is kind of crazy because, like, at the beginning of, u- of the universe, um, you know, there was, like, if there's nothing, it's, it's a vacuum. There's nothing. There's no space. There's, there's, no, there's no time. Like I said, this study is very philosophical and uh, very idea-based. Um, well, it will be for this segment anyway. But, that, yeah, there really was nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no space, no time. Um, but then in the you know, then there was a beginning of, of space and time and a universe that was created by God. This tells us something very interesting about God, that he is, he is, you know, outside of the, you could say, the, the laws of space and time. He transcends those things because in the beginning, he like, because he created the beginning, he was already there. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's mind bending to it even is, yeah. think about that. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. God transcends time. We can't really understand that because we are beings who cannot transcend time or space. We are time and space beings. We live in a physical dimension. We live in the third dimension. And it's like, man, this is, this is crazy. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're bound by those confines, but he is not. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's, he's outside of it. Um, but then in the beginning, he creates this is the next thing that goes on is the purpose the purpose that the god created um for a purpose and it reminds me like there's a verse in revelation we're looking in the in the first book of the bible in genesis now we're just going to flick to the last book of the bible and i can just i hope i remember this reference i'm pretty sure it's revelation <coughs> chapter 4 and verse 11 where the bible says you are worthy o lord to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. This is like, this is crazy, because it's just basically, there was a God. Mm-hmm. He existed, mm-hmm. like, outside of space and time. He was just chilling, you know. He's, like, doing whatever outside of space and time looks like. And then he creates, because he wants to. He says, you know what? I want to create so he does it he's you know we can we can come from you know the christian perspective of you know god is god is love and he created for the purpose of love which is definitely you know this is oneness in christ and the whole the whole concept of of love you know god's self-sacrificing love that we're going to be looking into but it's like 
in the beginning, God wanted to create, so he created. And what was the first thing he created? Well, it was the the heavens and the earth. Mm. He creates, you know, the heavens. Um, you know, heavens is, is an interesting thing. There's a few different concepts for heavens. Um, in fact, I think it's Paul or Peter that mentions there's like three heavens, um, which is like, you know, the sky and then space and then like the actual spiritual heaven that God lives in. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty pretty mind-bending and you can basically like take any view you want here it's basically yeah in the beginning because he wanted to because he had a desire he had a purpose he had a drive um he creates the heavens and the earth and it's like man like i've created this stuff this is awesome (laughs) like Uh uh man i can't even comprehend what it's like to be god yeah like you're just like oh man like, like you can't even like. What do you do outside of space and time? Like, what language do you speak? How do you exist? How does, how does you know? We don't. We know that God isn't just you know mono. We're not monotheistic. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that is the Godhead three in one. You know the Father, That's the right. Father, Spirit, Son. Uh, oh, there's a, there's a good rhyme for you. It sounds like it would be in a in a song. <laughs> 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 Shout out Chris Tomlin. But anyways. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so there's like the Father, Spirit, Son existing, and I guess they were just existing in this state of like perfect harmony and love, and then they, yeah, they come to a decision of like, oh man, like this is awesome that we we have this great relationship and we all exist together and we're uncreated and stuff, um, but let's like create some stuff, and then you know we're gonna continue on here. Actually, I'll, I'll get you to read. Do you want to read um, the next verse for me? Uh, verse two. Yeah. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Okay, this is like, it's sort of painted like a picture here. I think there's a chronological step Mm. here, because it's like, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Like, he created the heavens, like the whole universe, and then like the earth. And then there's like this next chronological step, which is, you know, okay, so then there's an earth. And it's without form and void. Um, and the Spirit of God hover, hovered over the face of the deep. So there's this this formless and void canvas, you could say. So God's already created a, a bunch of stuff. Um, he's created heavens. I mean, he's like, oh, there's this formless and void earth just, just chilling here, this planet. Um, let's, let's do some stuff. In verse 3, it picks up and says, Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light the interesting thing about creation and something we're going to see through this is like the creative power of god yeah do you know what i have to admit like i love because i'm a creative person as well yeah. and i love to create and it's when i'm creating something you know whether you know it's uh writing or 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 with my crafts you know doing you know knitting or crocheting or drawing whatever I, I, I honestly goodness i feel very close to god when i create mm-hmm. because it brings me so much joy to make something and I can just, I feel like I get a little glimpse of how much joy it must yeah. have brought him to create us. Mm. Well, the, the interesting thing is, is like, you know, with us, it takes takes time to create things, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that it took time oh, yeah. to create things for God. It took, you know, a week, it took seven days. Um, but like, you know, it takes, with with us creating things, you can talk about crocheting. You know, it takes the the needle and the yarn and, and putting it all together, and, you, uh-huh. and it takes time. And you're really thinking about it. God, like He has that thought of like, oh man, I know what I want to create, 
And then he just says it. And there it is. He's yeah. just like, let there be light. Like, <laughs> it's like, let there be light. And there's there's light, you know. It's like <laughs> crazy. Man, like, like, we can't even comprehend, you know. That's the thing. Like, you can watch TV shows or whatever where something or someone has a similar power, but what that actually looks like, yeah, it, man, yeah. it's just... It's just next level. We're going to have a quick song break and uh, listen to a beautiful song called Remember the Sabbath. And by the way, Lyle texted and he said he's a proud Gen X. (laughs) 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 Whatever that means.
Oh, beautiful song. Mm. Lady Love Smith, Reggie Smith. And uh, that is actually, do you know, this is actually from one of my all-time favorite albums. Yeah. Yeah, Pillars of Our Faith. It's a beautiful album, one of my all-time faves. Ooh, sounds great. Yeah, and it actually goes through, because um, it's called Pillars of Our Faith, it goes through mm-hmm. um, like the doctrinal fundamentals. So, mm. yeah, and each song is about like one of the fundamentals. So that, that song was about the Sabbath, hence it's called Remember the mm. Sabbath. So beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. Let's jump back into our encounter with God. But before we do that, hit me with another clue for this quiz. All right. So we did have some text come in, um, but the quiz is still open. Yes. Still open still for, a prize available. for a claim. So our next clue is, and again, this is a what book am I? Our next clue is Nebuchadnezzar, Belshazzar, Cyrus of Persia, and Darius the Mede are all found here. Such a, this is one of the reasons dude, why it's such a good book. Dude, it's those characters so are historical. So cool. yeah. You know, the thing like that's the most amazing thing about the Bible. And um, we're going to get getting into a little bit later about you know different religions and mm-hmm. and what the go is. But the yeah. amazing thing about the Bible is that it's so founded in history. Uh huh. It you sure know, is. Like these people existed. Mm-hmm. Like Nebuchadnezzar is like one of the great rulers of the ancient world. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Cyrus, Cyrus of Persia, my all-time favorite um, historical characters. Like these are, you know, when it comes to history, anyone who's knowledgeable about history, these are these are household names, and it's just like the Bible, you know, around that time is like just writing about these people, like you know, spot on with what the history recalls. So it's just Bible's so cool, man. Don't you love it? You get like with your with your Christian friends. Maybe some people can't relate to this, but like, I, do, I definitely know my parents would. But yeah, you're with your Christian friends and you're like just geeking out about the Bible and you're like, oh man, that's so epic um, because the Bible is epic. And at the moment for our encounter with God section, we're going through the creation story. Probably, um, you know, one of the events in the Bible that is just, you know, the magnitude and the, you could say the epicness, if that's the correct word, is just, it's next level. It like, is. This is... This is crazy what's going on here because we, like, what the Bible is recalling here in this creation story is so just awe-inspiring. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't have that capacity. We have the capacity to create, but not like this. And where now, I'm just going to get Mon to read, basically, from, like, from verse 3 to the rest of the chapter. And we're just going to run through this and see what the Bible says. Okay, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And the evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky. And evening passed and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters sea. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed-bearing plant and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. 
The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas and the birds multiply on the earth. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our own image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In, his, in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the sixth day. Oh, man. Like That's amazing. So good. Uh-huh. Like, the most incredible thing about this is that he starts, he starts with, like, you know, he says, let there be light. Mm-hmm. And then he, then he creates, like, the firmament. Um, and then he creates, you know, vegetation. Uh, and then he creates, like, the sun and the moon. And then he creates, you know, animals and fish and other living beings um he creates like like in this account you gotta imagine like this is written what 20 like this was written down 2500 years ago Mm -hmm. by moses Mm -hmm. but according to the biblical timeline um like this was you know we can (laughs) there's lots of dispute but in in my own personal thing i think it's about six thousand years yeah um that this event happened but you know Written down 2,500 years ago, you got to imagine, okay, how much does, like, Moses know about the earth? 
like right. in, in in that time uh-huh. like how much how much do you know about every provision that life needs like yeah sure you know like how to grow plants and stuff but like he he recounts all these things that happen on every single day and he's like like which is everything that there needs to be for life there needs to be a firmament or an atmosphere that can you know uh, keep water in the earth and keep the heat you know there needs to be a, a sun and a moon and vegetation and and animals and all these all these things that can sustain life and then finally he creates man he creates this this person that's like everything else he creates is like oh yeah this is all my creation then he's like i'm gonna make something in my image that's that's similar to myself and that's what we see here with it's with, like his piece de resistance with man. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like okay, this is like I've created all these things. Now I'm going to get someone who's like me. I'm going to create to to appreciate all that I've created. He creates something that has consciousness. Yeah, and we're definitely going to be talking more about that tomorrow. We're going to talk about man, everything that's going on there. But uh, now this is Josh White with He Is Able. Is able to keep us from stumbling. He is able when distances come between everything that we hold dear. He is able to draw us into deeper life. He is able. Cut away like a knife Everything that keeps us from Him Everything that keeps us from Him Savior and King 
They're living far longer and far happier than most people in the world. And now, their secret's out. Six regions have been identified as blue zones, places where people experience holistic health, and it's doing them a lot of favors. So do yourself a favor and come along to the free Rethink Health workshops, where we will explore six core principles of health and longevity proven through the Blue Zones at the Swansea Center Sunday, October 7, October 14, and October 21st. From 5 p.m. is where you'll find us. For more information, call 0402-528-869 or search for the Rethink Health event on Facebook.
Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM. That is Carly Fletcher with the song Seek First. Beautiful song. And uh, we're here and we are about to do our question of the day. Yes, we are. With uh, Young Lawson filling in <laughs> for Lyle here. But hey, before we do that, here's another cl- uh, clue for this quiz, um, Lawson. Yes. So our next clue. And, and come on, guys. Like, here we go. This is it. All right. Uh-huh. All right. The story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is found in this book. That's hey, if super you, easy. If you know where this is, Come give us a call now. on 1-800-324-843 or text us in at 0491064669 and you can claim the prize. a prize. Yeah. And look, like even if you don't know where that is, you can get on your Bible app and you can look up Nebuchadnezzar or Cyrus or Darius the Mede or Belshazzar or Shadrach or Meshach or Abednego yeah. and you can find out, yeah. find out what's and going then on give here. give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. You can get a prize, but... What is our question for today? Question of the day is, was Buddha a person or myth? Okay, I can answer this with with one phrase. Go on then. It doesn't matter. It doesn't? It really doesn't matter. Okay. The reason why is because Buddhism is a philosophy. Mm-hmm. As my, Like, you know, Buddhism doesn't open with, in the beginning, God created. You know, it doesn't it doesn't lay out some supernatural thing of like, oh, there is this supernatural God and therefore we need supernatural evidence. No, it's more of a philosophy. It's it's a way of life, it's a way of, of thinking that is is completely, I guess, inconsequential to mm-hmm. any of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like whether Buddhism's Buddhism is real like whether Buddha was real or not, it it doesn't really change you know the philosophy, the philosophy, the or the system. understanding, or whatever about about Buddhism. For me personally, I have the tendency to think that Buddha was probably a real person uh, because, like, he was related to um, some some famous people, some noblemen um, of the time. But yeah, honestly, it doesn't matter. If actually, if I was to go and make a religion 
or a philosophy that I wanted people to subscribe to and join into, I would probably create something similar to Buddhism. Why? Well, because the thing about Buddhism is that, like, again, there's no objective supernatural like there's there's nothing really going on there that you really need like (laughs) if i wanted people to 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 subscribe to my religion i'll just make something like buddhism where it's just like oh here's a a cool way of life which you can follow um which is really interesting like i think buddhism gets painted in the picture of being uh, the religion of peace and it's chill and you can be an atheist and be Buddhist. Um, I actually I know some atheists who consider themselves Buddhist as well, like mm-hmm. they don't believe in God, but they believe in in you know they they follow Buddhism. Um, but to me, like I don't really see the appeal. And here here are a couple reasons why. the The biggest reason to me, you know, a lot of people look at things, you know, different. Uh, I guess side things in Buddhism, like karma, for example, which is like if you've done bad actions you know, you get bad consequences and, or, you know, it's a similar thing with reincarnation. If you did bad actions in your previous life, you get bad consequences. You know, I, I, I believe that like, it's a really, it's a really gnarly idea. Cause it's like, oh man, like, you, you know, you, you don't even know what you did and you're getting punished for mm-hmm. it because of something you did in your previous life. And it actually gives Buddhists a reason to, you know, but uh, yeah, Buddhists a reason to not be compassionate to, to people who are struggling, um, which I don't like. But I think the thing that's interesting about Buddhism is that inherently in it, in its, in its core, um, it's all about yourself. It's all about what you can do. Um, basically the whole philosophy and principle behind Buddhism is life is suffering um, and you can alleviate that suffering from becoming enlightened. Um, and how you become enlightened is very subjective to how you feel. It's like you can meditate, you can just do whatever you want, and you become enlightened. But the, the interesting thing is that, you know, according to the Buddhism, Buddhist religion, there are like objective, I guess you could say consequences or, or you know, there are, there are objective things that happen from this subjective process of enlightenment. So you become enlightened and you're like, oh, sweet. Like, uh, I, like I believe that I'm enlightened. You know, you're actually morally infallible when you become enlightened, according to Buddhism. Ooh, that's and, and that's why, like, it's claim, claiming to be a religion of peace. But you look, like, in Buddhist countries, you know, you've got the highest drug trade. You've got the highest human trafficking trade. It's gnarly. I don't think it's that great. But uh, anyway, yeah, we're going to be continuing on with the show. This is Jaden Levick with My Father's World. Wonders brought 
Welcome back to Faith FM. Lyle. Lyle. Pff, I did not say Lyle. <laughs> I've got not jet quite. lag. All right. I've got jet lag. Lawson, we're at the end of our show and we have something to give away. All right. Grab your phones. Call us now. 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Today, you could snap up for free a copy of the book called Messiah, The Life-Changing Story of Jesus by Jerry D. Thomas. On the back, it says, For long centuries, the world waited for the promised one, for the Messiah. Have you been waiting for him too? Jesus, the world's Messiah, loves you. Yes, you, no matter who you are. He knows your life, your joys, and your soul. The story of his life will show you just how much he loves you and the price he was willing to pay so that you could live with him forever. For more than 2,000 years, people just like you have felt the power of the story of Jesus. When you see who he is, you'll begin to see the kind of life he wants for you. Find out for yourself why this story has touched so many for so long. See and feel the power of his love, his life, and his promise to you. Hey, there you go. Yes. I think it's a very appropriate book because, you know, although we've started with our Encountering God section, we've started in creation. We're talking about oneness in Christ. I mean, this is like the perfect book. Like, if you want to know about the Messiah, Absolutely. the Christ, like, if you want to get a really, you know, eagle-eyed view, mm-hmm. I'm about that. Like, yeah, hit us up. Get this book. Absolutely. I love it. It says, you know, uh, feel the power of his love. His life and his promises to you. Like I mm. definitely want to know about you know God's promises to me. Oh yeah. Give us a call now. One eight hundred Faith FM. Of course, you can uh, get that for free, and you can tune in tomorrow for our breakfast show. Then we'll be back after the seven o'clock news, and you can check us out on the Tune In app as well. If that's easier for you to listen to. But thank you so much for joining us this morning, and we hope you stay grateful and let us know what you're grateful for. One eight hundred Faith FM. Fearfully, wonderfully made Somehow you forgot along the way Knitted together by my hands Swept away by the world's demands You are so fearfully, wonderfully made Somehow you forgot along the way Knitted together by my hands Swept away by the world's demands And I have called you by name Dearest child You are mine You are precious In my eyes Honored and I Love you I close Try to build 
Oh, that you're part.